0: Exactly. I start out with some kind of bull, but we don't have any kind of bull. And then we tell Jeff just to play the song and then you guys make fun of me for something. Play the song.
1: You're not like even, the music's already playing. You're not <laughs> even ready. What do you care? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Welcome to <laughs> Everyone Racers, a podcast designed for the world of low-dollar racing and oddball car culture. Whatever kind of LeChamp or track dog you run, SCCA or NASA, we won't discriminate. We even think you, Drifto, Hella Flush, uh, H2OI guys, are all right as long as you drive it hard and built it yourself don't join us world. each week for tech discussion tips tricks news and notes from the world of low buck racing and if you can handle it chrissy will give you just the tip i'll be your pit marshal my name is jeff everyone report to the paddock this is chris this is chrissy i'm jeff
0: and i'm mental folks welcome we are everyone racers. Welcome back for another phantasmagoric episode of our podcast.
2: This oh, there is goes episode... our e. Oh no
0: no no! no. <laughs> that is that is from Webster's. I know. Uh, It has several definitions. Webster's one which... has curse words too. Phantasmagoric is not a curse word. Okay,
2: fine. <laughs> Sounds like it should be though.
0: It, it feels like it should be, which is why I stuck <laughs> yeah. it in there. But no, it's perfectly good. It uh, of the the third definition is uh, a scene that contains many different elements, and I feel like. That's us. Uh, this is I'm episode kind of but okay.
2: <laughs> okay, teacher. Enough of that book learning. Let's get to cars.
0: Well, and I, I want to. I do want to point out one little nerdy thing. So, uh, Vicky, the the beautiful and patient Vicki, was. We were at dinner right before this, and she pointed. out, She's like, "You guys have done twenty five episodes, and none of you have missed an episode. We've all four Not been true. here for all.
3: Not no, true at all.
0: Which one did? Jeff.
3: We missed Hefe in sometime. early one. on. Yeah, we oh, one.
0: oh, okay. Well, we've been here for most of them. Yeah. So, uh
3: Most which, of us have
0: been here there for most of which them. Which twenty-five? Wait. Is that the paper anniversary for us? The the cassette it's like a, tape it anniversary. Like a one. <laughs> so tune that in. It's, it's, do it's do a car.
1: It's a car podcast. It's the hubcap episode. It's the hubcap,
0: hubcap, hubcap, hubcap anniversary. I love it. It. it, love it. All right, so hubcap episode, Chris. What you working on?
2: Well, this last weekend we had the 3 p.m. winter getaway at Greg's oh, house.
0: So sad I missed it.
2: Yeah, brum, you should brum, be. Brum. And so Jeff missed it
1: too. Because
2: Jeff sucks. Um, so I, I worked on while there two years ago when we went to the first 3 p.m. winter getaway. Jeff and I had both just received Caterham Legos for Christmas. Oh. Last year we built Jeff's Caterham Lego. Well, I didn't. Ray, I think it was Ray cool. and Jeff. I was out hooning an ATV on the lake. Um, but this year, because it was just raining and the lake ice wasn't thick enough, we had to not on the lake so I built my catering <laughs> Lego and
3: now, you, you didn't even have any helpers you did it all by yeah, yourself I did
2: it, all by myself. it was fine it was a nice time and now I'm starting to work on converting our bedroom number four that we've not touched it's mostly we call it the cat's room and that's now converted into a home office so I'm going to start working at home two days
0: a week nice cool I thought you I literally thought you were going to
1: go do turning it into a Lego room nope no nice.
3: No, we're not that committed. Chrissy,
1: you were up there at the 3 p.m. getaway. Did you help with the catering?
3: No, I was um, doing other personal projects. So, um, Greg has a lovely daughter, Ella, and she became my shadow. So, we did everything together. It was great. But basically, I came up with a whole bunch of projects. I had like my work computer, and I was doing some um, Photoshopping and uh, some printing stuff. So, I was kind of preparing for a couple events that I have coming up. So, that's what I did while Chris did them, and your brother made some... Page for his March Madness thing. So we all kind of just sat around, and we ate a lot. We drank. Uh, as Chris said, the weather was terrible. It, it rained the whole time. I, I think it wasn't bad Sunday afternoon when we were leaving, but played a lot of games. It was Had a good time with that. Uh, it was a good time. We always have a good time, just getting the, getting the race team together. So, um, And now we're getting back to normal, and we don't have any much um, travel or any plans, real solid plans for the next couple weekends. So we're, now we're back to... Cleaning the house and normal normal stuff around here. Nice.
1: Um, I obviously didn't make the getaway because Jeff misread his calendar and wrote 3 p.m. getaway on that little space below. You know, like March ended and there's kind of like an empty weekend.
2: <laughs> so I wrote 3
1: p.m. getaway there, meaning like the weekend above it, but didn't know how to read so I made a whole bunch of appointments that I had to keep this weekend including uh, both of my mutts traveled to the vet um, clean bills of health all around swimming lessons furniture shopping all kinds of domestic stuff that I promised the lovely and talented Jennifer that I would take care of so that was fun Um, I did fix the outdoor light that nearly caused the fire and you can now land helicopters in the middle of the night in my backyard. I got a couple of LED, like $30 lights at the Home Depot. And gosh darn, those things are bright and great little beams. So, yeah, awesome. Are, are, I love LED.
3: Are they sensor?
1: They are not sensor. I do not do the light dance. Oh, okay. I turn the switch and they turn on.
3: Oh, okay. we like Me- We like our sensors, actually.
1: Now, how, but how many critters do
0: you guys have up there? Because like I've got a couple of neighbors with sensors and oh dear God, every time my oh. rat dog or a squirrel or a chipmunk, you know That might affect uh, SOS SOS.
1: Yeah. Um I just don't like it because, you know, you're out there trying to do something and they turn off and then you go that, <laughs> uh, you do the robot
3: arms and flail them around and then uh See, I just like to do on. that dance anyway. So it's like it's not a big deal
1: see we of, are the dancing side of the Three Pedal Mafia. Ending. Seriously, That's true. <laughs> yep. With with good uh, reason though, because you guys are good at it. I I'm I wouldn't go it. that far. Like, we have a good time. Uh, we do have a good time. Uh, and then I spent several hours at the New Jersey DMV, the worst place on the planet, uh, getting my driver's license renewed. So, uh,
2: speaking of the New Jersey DMV, how's the Citroen title coming?
1: <laughs> um oh, it's, it's so right where it was i know Ugh. can't you call it no it should oh. be here soon they they gave me they gave they told me it'd be four or five weeks it's been four or five weeks so so when, it should be when coming is the time
2: day. to call your your lady yeah, you have you a friend there, there. I,
1: I will call her if it doesn't arrive in a week or so okay. look
0: look jeff we know that you're happily married to the lovely and talented jen but i'm just saying if you need to show a little skin to this girl uh we go to, to Rhode be- Island. We, we need go you to make it happen. Mental,
2: we right? don't want to make it any
0: worse. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no. no, we no, want mental. her to actually file the paperwork. She's not gonna throw it <laughs> away again. Let's change the topic. Mental, what are you working on?
0: Bathroom doors. I uh uh when our big dog is naughty, we put her in the downstairs bathroom. I I'm I'm not a a physical Uh, punishment type person on my dogs, but because she's very social, the way to get her attention is to lock her away from the other dogs and people and that gets her upset. But she likes to jump up and scratch the door. So I I pulled the door that we had yanked off our closet upstairs, spent the whole week getting it sanded, painted, matched, go to hang it. And it is like a 64th of an inch too wide. So now I'm refinishing the original door and, you know, basically sanding it till the scratches all come out. That was plain
1: too wide. That's easy to fix. Yeah. Too, too small is the hard part <laughs> just just like, my, just like my personal hero leo rolt my wood shop teacher said wood is a magic you can always take a little bit off you can never add a little bit yeah which is why we don't
0: do planes <laughs> plane
3: doesn't Plain. your doesn't your downstairs bathroom not quite a bathroom it
0: is now there's toilet oh, trim good. and everything yeah that all got put back in there right after, I guess it, you, yes. right after you guys left sorry cool. i just wanted no Jeff to, have to stumble upstairs in the dark i uh, no
1: problem not an no issue problem. <laughs> news and notes time well who's got what is it me or do it's i have all, all you. the? News i think it's notes? all you today think,
0: yeah yeah and, and oh, honestly what, what's gosh. impressive is is this is an elon musk free episode
1: elon musk i you know what I there was an elon musk and i didn't i didn't put it in what
0: I demand my Elon
2: no. Musk juice. No, it's okay. No. Keep it going. No. <laughs>
1: um, so I, they recently announced on the Roadkill website, It's is Hoopticon News. We've been talking about Hoopticon for a little while now, if you don't remember. That is a Lemons Race, Radwood, Gambler 500, Concourse de Lemons, Arcane Auto Society, weekend gathering thingy. Go ahead, mental. I'm not even doing the story yet. You already got your hand up.
0: Well, and I wanted to add on to the back of it, we're going to have Eric Root back on here to talk that up and talk about a recap of that because, A, we like Eric, and B, uh, his guest appearances are always our most downloaded episodes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he actually wrote the story on Roadkill, so we will throw that um, link up on the Facebook. But the, the they now have announced two extra events. It is the Crap Cans Film Festival, spelled oh! C-A-N-N-E-S. And the Great Engine Heat Barbecue Cookoff. So two separate events barbecue, you can join yes. on your Hoopdecon weekend.
3: Yeah, can, you, so crap- can you remind us a, a, a quick bit of this? Is a lemon not a lemons race, or this is all extra out of a lemons race?
1: No, uh, uh, it's the end of the lemons rally and the Sears Pointless Race. It's a lot going on. It's a lot plus at the end of the Gambler 500 Radwood billet proof and I don't know what the, I don't know what the Arcane Auto Society is. I assume that's another another event you know thing but some kind so of, uh, uh, they sound thing. like our kind of people yeah they definitely do so there's basically going to have a short film showing and you can you can show you can give your short film to the uh to eric at 24hours of submit to him and uh you'll basically show your film to all the other people, and then there is a great engine heat barbecue cook-off where you must cook on your mo- on your motor. Um, and the, the, the rules include try not to poison the judges. It says we should probably shouldn't have to make this a rule, but here we are. Um, no food classes, you know, no like crap. You know, your car being crappy or good doesn't change. And, uh, it's a cook what you brung contest. So there's no specific, like, must cook chicken and everyone who is cooking chicken will taste against each other. It's cook what you got, turn it in, don't poison the judges, and we'll give out some trophies.
3: That'd be interesting to see what they come up with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great video on the, uh, roadkill of, um, uh, our, our good friend SOG, Sam SOG and his diesel Jetta Sous vide <laughs> cooking setup in his trunk. I don't know exactly what's going on there, but
0: no, so, is he is he going to do that or because he's he's pretty hooked on Ferkel, which did really well at Barber, and he loves that Porsche. Who can blame him? It's wrong, wrong coast. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, wrong, wrong coast would be quite, yeah, yeah, quite, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean,
3: he,
1: he he is dumb enough to do it, mm-hmm. but, on, yeah. on his grom, honestly,
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can't so, cook uh, on I, the ground.
1: No, you can't cook in the ground. Well, I don't know. It's 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 air cooled. You can There's throw a,
0: something on there. Don't dare. Him. Uh, hey,
2: Michael, right. come on. How many how many cold days have you ridden your bike and stuck your hand in the cylinder head at a stoplight?
0: Oh, when I had the BMW, absolutely, oh, yeah. those were my hand warmers. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so, this is a bit of an East Coast thing. I'm going to move on to the next story here. Um, and, and Chrissy, you might have to help me out because you were a Volkswagen person back in the day. But that there's was. this there's woo, this woo. event. It's It's been called like we didn't hear it, Chris. Do it again, Chris. Woo, woo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hang on, bro. Hang on, bro. Hang on, bro. i, I got to go to sideways because I'm going to scrape you. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah right. So, <laughs> that so, happened. Hey, you want to so, see there's this event <laughs> called H2OI in Ocean City, Maryland. It used to be called Waterfest or something. I, yeah, you know, that's, is it different, yeah, yeah. Or is this a different event? Oh, you know? no. it's. it's Cr- Chrissy, same. help me out
3: here. Apparently mental is the know-it-all of, of these no, no, events. No, no, I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I'm
3: sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Shh. Um, so H2O is in Ocean City. It's, oh, H2OI is international. Not sure there was international, Ooh. but... Yeah, so that was always in Ocean City, guy show. right, <laughs> and then Waterfest is. is in Freehold at Englishtown. So oh. two different two different events.
1: Okay, so give us a uh, uh, less like a quick
3: two sentences.
1: What the heck is H two
3: O? H two O is the event that they have on uh, Ocean City, the Strip, and every hotel is full of flat brimmed, tiny jeans. Vaping, then they're not vaping. They weren't vaping in 2006 when I went there, but um, a and uh, s- and uh, plenty of drinking. Uh, you know the the like drag racing. I didn't feel like that was so prevalent, but I think that's what this article is getting at. But basically, it's the a car show. That fast, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Some of them are. I mean, not it's great, super bro. fast, but that, yeah. so yeah. So basically, there's I guess there was drag racing, but it was just a whole bunch of. Volkswagen cruising. Bringing a Cruising. Their- of- it was a lot of cruising, and it was a lot of uh, just a- walking around different parking lots, looking at people's cars, take pictures, that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, hold on, Mental. I do want to mention that this is commonly referred to on the Internet as the most ticketed car event on the planet because the, Mar- the Ocean City, Maryland police have been known to just – I don't know. Throw the tickets out like they're at a strip club. They're like making it rain on all the guys. It's just yes. It, well, there's <laughs> plenty
3: of things to do. So against because Maryland uh, inspections <laughs> are pretty mean, and uh, and everybody just makes their cars up, and there's usually a lot of things to. Who knew Coke
0: wasn't it's something that was going to pass inspection?
3: Heck yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And, 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 and as I was going to say, as the Ocean Springs Police Department calls it, fundraising week because. Uh,
2: Uh, lost audio. I'm the only one you can hear now. I don't know if that's good or bad, but hey, everybody.
0: So, tons of
1: tickets.
2: Hey, Michael, Tons of tickets. And Jeff? Yeah. We just lost yeah. audio for like 10 seconds. So, everyone who's just got to hear me say, hey, sorry about that, folks.
1: Oh, yeah. I yep? saw,
0: saw just your, your screens go to CA and CL. We get the yeah. point. Lots of tickets. Okay.
3: Lots well, of lots tickets. Of well, t- anyway. So you have to click on the pictures. They're my car. I've, I dug for them for you.
1: See, I, I tried oh, clicking on it; and it epic. didn't open. Epic. You have
2: to copy and paste.
1: Copy. Well, anyway, so there is a new law because the old laws weren't enough. So, um, the, there's a new law here, and I'm I'm opening it up. The two new bills have been marketed at, have been put on both houses in the Maryland state laws, and they basically are going to municipality to set up a like no fun zone like a (laughs) construction zone and they're going to be able to give much higher tickets and much more expensive tickets and including like uh you know taking your car if you get any kind of speeding in these areas and they can also reduce the um Speed limit to like fifteen miles an hour. So thousand dollar fines. um, Fifteen.
3: It's like hard to go.
1: Yeah, down the street at fifteen. And any person who causes bodily harm to another person in these zones, a fine not to exceed (laughs) five thousand dollars, and can face up to three years in prison.
3: None of this surprises me because it is, I mean, I'm sure other groups do something like this, but it's just a bunch of this enthusiasts with the same group and there's drinking, there's probably drugs, there's probably, and they, they take over the whole town. If you've ever been to Ocean City, Maryland, it's just, yeah, no, but it's a strip, like you can't, it's, it's, you know, two roads or one main road with hotels on either side and, you know, destruction happens, I'm sure fights happen, there's probably death. I just didn't
1: <laughs> see <laughs>
0: Yes, is, but they're how is flat billers, so, just, How has some yeah. other city not stepped up and said, hey, you, you vaping, we'll money, spending, bartending, you know, guys, come stay in our town. Here's a big empty parking sure. lot. You know, we'll contain your lunacy like Panama City Beach or, you know, I don't know, you know, the strip in Las Vegas. Because it just seems like this. they're just – they're going there, making their lives harder, and then eventually they're going to turn this crowd away, and they're all going to go someplace else and drop that tourist dollar someplace else.
3: Yeah, they might. Except we've been going there for ever. These picture, those pictures of the car were there from two thousand six. and I used to go there in two thousand three or four. So, wow.
1: all right. So all you uh, drifto Flush guys, keep it keep it down. Next story. Who's got something? <laughs> mental.
0: Uh, you got the Walter Mitty coming up found out my uh, Flynn, uh, my friend Adam Diamond we talked about him here on the show before Adam's going to be driving in the SCCA race there and me and my friend uh, Dr. Vlad Pop are going to be his pit punks and we're arguing over who's going to wear the hot pants and hold the umbrella right nice. now, it's awesome. Vlad because he looks better I think
1: both um, of you need to wear
0: the hot pants I think so too <laughs> <coughs> mm-hmm.
1: nice so if that's the end of news and notes let's get over to listener feedback I got the last one so you guys go ahead
2: well, I, Chris or Chrissy? Yeah, the, the Dishwashing Fairy Steve sent us an email that uh, now that <laughs> now that we've gone through 24 episodes, that he lamented that he's wasted an entire day of his life listening to this <laughs> four of us talk, and that that's a real shame, uh, but also that he's found that the podcast works perfectly on his commute. It usually ends right as he's pulling up to home, so he appreciates that.
0: We'll we'll try to keep our rambling to a minimum, Steve. You're right.
3: Um, And so we found – we heard from Greg S., a.k.a. That Greg, who left us an awesome – Yeah, he left (laughs) us an awesome review on iTunes, which is super exciting, and thank you. Get the sticker. Uh, Yep, he wrote to us uh, to introduce himself, so thank you for the review, and you will be getting your sticker shortly.
2: Did he give us an address?
3: Yes. He did. did. Fantastic. He did.
0: We're going to try not to broadcast it to our dozens of listeners. Yes.
1: (laughs) so uh mental go on you got so, one uh, from cal right yes so cal Denisi.
0: Chief Instructor at Extreme Experience. Uh, Chief, he finally got a hold of us. And actually, we got a couple of good things. Uh, some Facebook feedback on uh, the trailer episode, some good knowledge on that one. So we appreciate everybody that sent us message. And uh, Cal said, you just listened to the trailer episode. And uh, it's it's completely possible we're going to have Cal on here as a uh, guest because Cal's an established racer, a uh, very skilled racer, a annoyingly good driver, and a uh, really great guy. And then also, he could talk about some uh, stuff that he does with Extreme Experience. So... Thanks for the feedback, Cal. Love to have you as a listener.
2: What did he say, awesome. Mental? You didn't actually say what Cal said. He just he said something. If you there. ever
0: need a guest on your podcast, let me know. Love the trailer episode. There we go. Fantastic.
1: <laughs> awesome. Um, I have a quick bit of feedback. We got. Uh, uh, it was also from Steve, the dishwasher fairy. He mentioned that he also agrees with all of us but Chris that if you grab a dog's tail, it is not going to go straight. <laughs> I posted a quick video on my Facebook of Chris, my wife. See
3: it. I don't have a my dog.
1: Grabbing Comet's tail, and um, <laughs> as you can expect, he did not go straight.
3: And he's trying to
0: Exactly him. the opposite, normally. What are exactly you doing? Opposite. I, I, I,
1: I, I. So yeah, you can see both of the super mutts in that one pr- really briefly, but uh, I do want to mention that I did get also some listener, sort of listener feedback from uh, a guy I haven't talked to since high school. So a guy I haven't talked to since high school. His his name is Rich. Uh, he still lives in the same town as I do, and again, we haven't talked since high school. He basically said, "Hey, I heard, I saw all the stuff on your on your Facebook page." I listened, and I want to do that supercar driving thing. I just don't get it. Tell me again exactly what's happening. Give me some advice. What do I got to do? Turns out he did the, I guess, Richard Petty driving experience over at Pocono, and he yeah. really wants to do the Ferraris and Lamborghinis and stuff. So I told him, I, I promised him if he listened, we would do a little bit more in-depth about what goes on. So uh, Extreme Experience, com. This will uh count as their, their plug. So uh, – <laughs> go to their website xxspeed.com use the uh, use the coupon code uh everyone racers no space receive 25 25%, 25% off of a booking what is a booking so a booking is basically 3 or so depending on the track laps around an actual road course this is not a This is not a a parking lot. This is not around cones. This is a real live racetrack with real live supercars. They have... Uh, how many cars? 12 cars to choose from? Well, and it,
0: it's, it's a rotating selection. So go to the website because they're, they've they always got different stuff. They've got, uh, right now down in New Orleans, they've got a Huracan. They've got the Aston Martin. They've got the Ferrari. They've got the Porsche GT3. Uh, they, they've just picked up another uh, Nissan GTR for a while. They had the NSX. Every now and again, they'll grab a Corvette. So we highly recommend you go to the website, shop around, see what you like, see what excites you. see you know Check off that car I would never own even if I had the money in real life to on a racetrack kind of experience. You're not just getting laps, you're getting professional level instruction from highly qualified, trained instructors, classroom instruction. You're going to get an entire experience. We stage you right next to the track. You can hear the cars. You can see the cars. You've got an opportunity for one of the Two of our really good art directors, Steve Poon's one of my favorites. They take fantastic photos of everybody as they come around in the car. You've got an opportunity for a GPS overlay on top of a video that you can have on a USB port. And you can actually have that uploaded to YouTube before the instructors are even eating their lunch. And it is also, actually, it comes with software that says click here to upload to YouTube. It is a fantastic experience all the way around. We've got t shirts, we provide you with everything, the helmets. The and then for just a mere 45 extra dollars, you get a ride in one of the
1: lead That's cars. That's actually what I was going to plug. You got to take go. the ride along. And, take the lead yeah. car. and yeah.
0: even if you're not driving, if you're there because you bought it as a gift or you're there just to provide moral support, then the two of you guys get in there and do that lead car. Um, I would like to tell the story. My brother uh, came down to one of those experiences and I got him in the back of a lead car. And for the next three months, every time I would go off to do one of the instructing events, he'd call me to make sure that I was okay. Because as he was driving in the lead car, he's like, that thing just doesn't follow the laws of physics. That car. Sit <laughs> on the road. I don't know how he kept it on the road with all those people in that car. He just did. He just did. He was talking about Stu Warner who is a phenomenal driver. And I saw one great. of the yep. instructors and, and it was just another day in the office for Stu.
1: Yeah, I I gotta tell you that I was uh I was this quick story, xxspeed.com, dot com. Go get your thing now. But uh I had someone who had a lot of a lot of experience. He was in I can't even remember what he was in, but I got behind Stu. We were behind the lead car and I was like, Stu, this guy knows what he's doing. You really gotta get out there and put the put the whip to it. Uh he was in one of the modified Evos. This yeah. is at New Jersey Motorsports Park. We were following, we were following, Stu got comfortable after a couple, he really put the beans to that Evo, Uh, (laughs) we were a reasonable distance, safe distance from each other down the Strait of New Jersey at 145 Breaking late because we could trust the guy and Stu put two wheels off and turned one and was so embarrassed <laughs> that he had to work that Evo so hard to keep in front of the Ferrari that we were in or was it was either the Ferrari or the 911 I can't remember which he came out he gave us the big old thumbs up and said that guy knows what he's doing and that's the difference between a parking lot experience and something you're going to get it absolutely that on a beautiful. real racetrack. If you know what you're doing, you're going to be able to really, really feel these machines. So mm-hmm. I, if you enough, don't know what you're doing, even if you don't know what you're doing, well, we'll we're, we're going to teach you. We're going to teach you. Yeah, I, I always say, if you're a three, I'm going to make you a five. If you're a five, I'm going to make you a seven. If you're a seven, I'm going to make you a nine. If you're any higher than that, you're going to have to come with your own Ferrari because that's as fast as we're going to let you go. So anyway, yeah, that's Extreme Experience, com. Use the code EVERYONE RACERS. Let's keep moving on. Main topic time. Who wants to open this? I kind well, of want to do so, let's, but
0: Let's get Chris to do the legal disclaimer before we start talking. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Um, Do all of this at your own risk. Everything you do regarding (laughs) fire in a race car is likely to kill you, and nothing we're going to tell you is going to save you from death. So all of this, consult your manufacturer's instructions and your attorney and your accountant and your wife and your cat and whoever else you want to consult, but sure, don't the hell listen to us. (laughs) This is fire. Fire's bad, okay? Fire's
1: bad. Yeah, I think the title of of this episode is um, Please Don't Burn.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Burning it up in a fire, don't do it.
1: Fire, don't do it.
3: Okay.
2: Except Whatever. when okay. you're grilling tasty meat, then fire is delicious. Exactly.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh who wants
0: to
1: start this up? Well, let's Mental, let's give everyone
0: Yeah, let's give her one kind of a background. So we're gonna be talking about fire suppression systems, primarily about in the car, but before we do that, let's get a background of how they work. Now, our more savvy listeners, like you know who's a really savvy listener? Chris's chris bomb mom. mom. Exactly. So our savvy listeners understand that fire, depending on who you talk to, fire needs either three or four things to happen. It needs fuel, oxygen, heat, and a chemical reaction. If you remove any of those, then the fire can't exist. Now, uh, a primary thing that almost every fire agent goes after dating all the way back to water and sand is it removes the oxygen because that's the easiest thing to remove from the equation, and that's key. So we're going to go through and we're going to talk about a lot of these systems and how they go through, but what you need to know also when you activate these systems or you use these is how they interact with you and the environment. Now, the old school one that everyone has is probably the Halon 1112, or as it is more commonly known, is chloridibrome di- Fluoride methane.
1: See, we told you we had no idea what we were talking about. Okay. You lost me, and
2: <laughs> I don't caresville. <laughs> yeah, I don't care, keep, keep it relevant. Now, yeah. The
0: way all of these work is they displace oxygen, and that's cool because it takes away the oxygen from the fire. But it's also uncool because it takes away oxygen from you, where you are. I was at AER – I'm sorry, at WR race this year at uh, their – the last March in – road atlanta and a car had their fuel system catch on fire the guy immediately pulls it off to the track gets it against the wall activates his fire system and gets out of the car now the track response was getting right there but racers are helpful people so we all grabbed the trackside fire extinguishers and we're running down there because the fire was pinned against the wall in the car so you, we were all trying to sprays it down and the guy who's in the car comes running over to me screaming i can't breathe i can't breathe because he'd activated his fire system in his car and it displaced his oxygen and so inside of his helmet, he had nothing but carbon dioxide. We had to get his helmet open. He's like, oh, oh. So it's one of those things. Now, halon is, has been banned because it is a carbon-emitting fluoride. But because it's been banned, you can't dispose of it. So a lot of fire extinguishers still have those in there. and You can still use them responsibly just to understand in a confined space you're not going to be able to breathe. You
2: don't Christy, want to breathe that stuff to- at all. What
0: would you say? I thought, Chrissy, you looked like you had something to say. Bye. No, oh. not at
3: all. Nope, nope. I was uh, moving some of your information um, because that's later in the show. So I sure. just removed. Some now, of at the,
0: at most of the tracks, you'll always see uh, fire extinguishers in the pits, and most of those are carbon dioxide, usually 10 or 20 pounds, and those are fine. Don't use those in a confined space because, again, carbon dioxide, that's a modified oxygen molecule. You can't breathe it. They've got some new stuff, Purple K. It's very effective, and what you'll see a lot of the response oh, wow. that working with. Now I've got Barky Dogs. uh uh, (coughs) we brought him a steak bone so they're all fighting over it uh now purple k is really good and a little bit goes a long way but it doesn't get along with your abc style agent so we had that that exact same fire at aer so we were all using the abc fire extinguishers on the fire and the the truck came over and was trying to put it out, but they had a steady uh, stream of gasoline coming out of the tank, and she had to ask us to stop because the ABC wasn't working because it was being offset and floated, floated away by that. Real bear to clean that stuff up, but when you've got a lot of fuel, that's a good one on there. Compressed air foam, which is what you should be using in a lot of your onboard systems, but sometimes people still use the old Halon 1112 or CO2 systems when they hook up to that. And I believe, Chrissy, you've got some stuff on that later. Mm-hmm. Talk about that later. No. All right, you've also got the infamous AFF foam suppressant used on a large scale to dispense for a vehicle with a pump and uh, that sort of thing. And then finally, you've got cold fire, cold fire, which is a trademark and it's a foam agent, but. It's really cool, it's plant-based, it's good for the environment, but its delivery system is water, so you can't use it on electrical fires. Now, if you literally go to Wikipedia and you type fire suppression agents, there is another list of almost 30 different types. It is key that you know what kind of extinguisher you have, where it is, and when to use it, and what kind of environment that you're going to use it. So having said all of that, let's move on to Jeff.
1: Uh, Actually, I'm going to say, Chris, if you want to go next, because my information is better after yours.
2: Okay. I'm going to talk about how to design and install the system in your car. And this is based on reading the instructions from several manufacturers and from doing it in our own car as well. We have a, in the Civic right now, we just ordered one for the Ombre, a Spa Techniques AFFF system. We ended up with a 4-liter tank, so it's a little larger than necessary. But when it comes to this kind of stuff, more is good. (laughs) More is always good. You need more. Um, so first off follow the manufacturers instructions that's that's critical everyone has its own little little individual quirks but we can talk about some basic things number one you need to pick a suitable location for your bottle the lines and the cables and wires have to be able to run cleanly without sharp bends without any you know near any um Spots that are going to damage them, and without being right along any major combustible areas, like you know, like a major battery cable or something like that. You want to keep them the away fuel from fuel lines that. or fuel lines, yeah. right? Exactly. Um, it, keep the bad the bottle out of the way so it's not going to get hit when you're throwing stuff in the race car at the end of the weekend, or someone accidentally steps in. You don't want them to bump into the handle of the fire system doing it during a fuel change and set your set your system off. So keep it in, in a place that's that's protected. The bottle ideally will face forward to backward in the car with the bottom toward the front of the car. And there's a reason for that, is that the pickup tube in the bottle goes all the way down to the bottom. And odds are, when you're setting this thing off, you're probably going to be braking or standing still. And when you're braking, all the liquid in it is moving to the front, which is the bottom of the bottle. So that's where it's picking up.
1: Chris, that is an awesome piece of information. I am so glad you just said that because... That's something that we didn't even think when we put our first one in.
2: Well, I, I we didn't maybe have we a lot of we, options. We didn't then. have the yeah. room. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of room, so we ended up going sideways, which is, which is okay. But the thing you don't want to do is put the the nozzle end forward because then when you're braking, all the stuff's going to the top, and it's getting away from the tube, and you're got, you've got nothing. So that's keep that great. away.
0: Interesting. Yeah, that's smart.
2: Uh, let's see. Make sure it's visible to tech inspectors because they're going to want to see the little, uh, the, the placard gauge, on it that shows when it was filled and the gauge that shows that it actually still has something in it. So it needs to be somewhere visible. Uh, it has to be really secure. This is a big, heavy thing. And if you hit something, that could be quite a projectile. So mount it to something secure, not just some real basic sheet metal with some quarter-inch washers. Put some, some heavy-duty hardware behind it. Put it in a spot where it's not going to move around as much because you don't want, like the same way you would with a battery. You want to—it's really similar in size and shape mm-hmm. and density. You want to make sure it's not going to hit you if you hit something else, even if you're not on fire. That'd be a sad thing to happen. So when you're mounting the handles or the buttons, whatever you have, because some of them are are mechanical, where you pull a lever and that activates a cable, which activates the handle, or some of them are electrical. So when uh, you push a button, that activates it. Some of them are automatic based on heat, apparently too. We have the old school uh, pull the cable, it 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 works system. Make sure the cable, the handles are in a place that you can get to them, and more importantly, that a corner worker can get to them. So they usually come with two.
0: Mm. We've got
2: one mounted on the center console right in front of the shifter by the gauges, very clear, and it could be reached from. You know, someone reaching in either side of the car could reach it, and the driver can reach it very easily. It's not far from the kill switch. It's right in a good spot. And the other one we have mounted, because this is where it worked for our car, on the passenger side, right by the window on the roll cage. So it's it's about two inches inside the window. So a corner worker doesn't have to reach into a burning car to get this to shut off. It's right there. <laughs> You've got to put stickers on to show where that is to so help the corner worker know where to pull the, pull the handle there. Um, so, you know, that's really the biggest thing. Yeah, you also want to mark it, put the handles in a spot where there's no one that's not going to accidentally pull on them or just get their jacket caught.
3: Hit on hit, it. hit them.
2: Exactly. So that like, like we said before, you don't want to discharge us if you don't have to. Now when you run the tubes and nozzles, remember you want to protect you, not the car. Forget the car. This is not about saving the car. This is about buying you a few extra seconds to get out. So you want to point the nozzles at the things the fire is likely to be um, sourced from, usually fuel, and to protect you. So keep the nozzles in the area of fuel lines, the fuel rail on the motor, uh, if you have a fuel pump Mm -hmm. in the car, fuel cell, whatever is pointed at any of the the spots the fuel might come out and then point two of them at you keep them down low though remember with all this stuff you don't want to spray at the top of the flame that didn't do a damn thing you've got to keep it at the base of the flame just like they taught you when you were a kid learn how to use a fire extinguisher at the base of the flame is where you put it out so get two nozzles at you that's what we did they're pointing actually one of them is on the gauge panel so it's pointing at the driver on the right side the other one is hanging off the dash bar on the cage on the left side angled down so it's pointing two sides of the driver We've got one in the cell box of the fuel cell, one above the fuel cell spraying right on that, so anything that came through the top of the box in the cell, and then we have two on the firewall spraying right at where the fuel filter filler no excuse me, filter is, and all the connections in the engine bay, and then one that gets more toward where the fuel rail is. So we're trying to get all the spots that fuel might actually leak or be coming from. And the driver. Hi, Chrissy.
3: Um, just a thought is that actually when we were uh, racing with Hamza in, in a different car that we're not used to uh, he has a fire system in his car and I uh, got in the I guess probably Friday when we had time and just kind of looking around I asked uh, where the And made sure I knew where all the nozzles were, especially at the driver. Mm -hmm. Because you're getting in a car you're not familiar with, it's kind of the additional thing of all of the safety. You know, where is the kill switch? Where is all of, you know, what are the gauges I'm looking at? Really to make sure that you knew where the nozzle was. He put nozzle.
2: The handles, you mean? Handles, usually, not the nozzle.
3: So he put the nozzle, um, because that's what I was trying to tell you. He put the nozzle, um, and he kind of hidden. It was a little bit hidden, but it was near the um, steering wheel. So it was kind of like in the steering wheel column kind of around there and that's not where ours are so um i mean i was glad that i asked because i just didn't realize where his his yeah you know, every car is going to have a different setup because you make your setup for your own car um so, and and so chrissy gets in and says
1: where the hell are the nozzles i'm going to burn in this crappy car
3: <laughs> no i knew i was not going to burn in his car but it's just one of those things i'd like to know um because if i'm on fire then i guess i would like to know sure. where this where, where the stuff's coming from
2: and I'm sorry, I yeah. thought you were talking about the handles, because that's a nope. big thing you have to do. Right when you get in a car, like like you were saying, where's the kill switch? Where's yes. the ignition switch? Where's the fire handle? Because that's one mm-hmm. thing. If if you are, have, are in a car filled with smoke, you need to know where it is and not have to turn your head, look, scan the car, figure out where it is. You need to be able to pull it by instinct. So.
0: Yes. And well, so actually if, has. if this... you've got a fire situation, you've got reduced visibility, too. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so he so, had the other handle in the on the driver's side, which I thought was interesting. Um, and it was actually pretty out of out of the way of hitting things, but it was still, um, you know, passenger side seems like a less goes on over there. So that's it.
2: Well, that mm-hmm. I think segues perfectly, Chrissy, into what you're going to talk about is when you're on fire, what do you do?
3: Jeff, did you want to go? No, no, you can go. Well, you have your hands up. No,
1: no, I was I was gonna say,
3: go ahead. What are you were gonna, gonna say? No, no it was over okay fine um, okay fun. so so um you should really uh we've talked about this before probably in passing but now we're talking about fire and really thinking about you being on fire is to actually practice getting out of the car in the paddock so we do a especially and also try and covering your face like we're talking about uh, limited visibility but making sure that you are um helmet you have your helmet on because you obviously you have less vis- visibility on when you have your helmet on and uh full and then also with your um try to simulate what it looks like when you if you had smoke in the car because obviously you can't see limited visibility what are you going to do so uh it's, if you have a small fire don't pull the cable uh that is going to ruin your race week, race weekend that's going to be pretty sad
0: more than so, more than more than that too yeah
3: Right. So if you find a small fire, um, just like see it in the footwell or, you know, see that something is, is wrong, hit the kill switch. Uh, that's going to kill the fuel pump like we were talking about. The fire needs fuel and uh, hopefully stop the fly- flow of gas and try to stop the fire. And that will be the easiest and best situation. Um, go ahead, Mental.
0: Well, I was going to say, you know, the, the infamous lemons joke of how on fire are we? How I, exactly. actually,
3: I thought of that while we were talking about this. Um, so that's if you hit the kill switch, it's going to slow you to a stop um, as you're slowing down. Get off track or at least off the racing line. That's going to make everybody's weekend much more pleasant and uh, they're not going to be super pissed at you. But try to get off the track and uh, get near a corner workstation if they can, just so they know what you're, you know, we, you can kind of use hand signals and make sure that, you know, um, that they know you're OK. Um, and so if needed. Or
2: if you're really on fire, <laughs> the corner workers are the ones with the uh-huh. fire bottles. They're going to be putting you out. So yeah. that's why All it's secret. really quite yes. important to be near them.
3: Good, um, and so if you if needed, you'll know it. So don't be afraid to pull the handle. Think twice, think about it. But um, you know, if if it's big enough and you think it's concerned, uh, and especially if it's going to be on you, then then pull pull the handle. Um, and this is the only time you're allowed out of the car. We definitely saw. I think we saw some some somebody get out of the car at, at Atlanta. Um, or uh, wherever we just were, so uh, don't get don't get out of the car except if you the car is on fire. And um, yeah, so if you're in the paddock, uh, use a handheld one. Oh yeah, use a handheld one. So the one that's around, um, and use that one. But don't pull the cable, if the you know if you're in the paddock and you're on fire. That's it. Very cool.
2: And when you're trying when you're practicing getting out of the car, not just with your helmet on, but wear all of your gear. Especially you need to f- see what it's going to feel like. Like you have your gloves on, you can't feel what the latch is like on the seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, if you have, your, you have something in your helmet, so you can't see anything, that's where you're going to be like, you're going to be fumbling in the dark. How do I get out of this car? And I can't feel, I can't see, I can't do anything.
1: Yep. I think the last time we practiced, we <clears> stuffed <throat> red rags in my helmet. Yep. Cause you didn't, you didn't want to peek at all. Yep. Can you no. do it with no, no visibility. All right. I think it's up to me. Um, I'm going to talk real quick about like, you. like Simon Sinek, a great leadership uh, author says, you know, start with the end in mind when you're building your car let's build it not to burn you know we got to make sure that that cage those door bars the door inside door handles are all built for you to escape so really got to make sure that there's nothing protruding there's no sharp edges you know all, all of these things are very important most important is clearly follow the rules of your sanctioning body. If they say you need these kinds of door bars, you got to build those kinds of door bars. If they say you need this kind of fire system, you have to have those kinds of fire systems. And, you know, like, wherever the handle, the grab handle, it has to be and matters to sanctioning bodies. So just make sure that you're reading that rule book and you're building with the end in mind with, is this car on fire? How do I get out? Chris, go ahead.
2: Well, that's why we like the bent door bars that we put in on the driver's side because <clears throat> it, yeah. it angles down a bit yes. right where you're going to exit and it gives you a little more crush room but really it makes it so so much easier to get in and out of the car than a straight one
1: yeah absolutely it we really does commonly referred to as nascar door bars i believe i yeah. don't know if that's Our, an actual ours aren't nascar
2: style ours are a modified yeah. x but they work great
1: all right, I'm going to keep talking. If so, if Chrissy raises her hand, someone tell me because I can't see her. Um, this goes back to read what your sanctioning body says. Um, FIA and SFI both require refilling and repressurization by the manufacturer. Fire charger and cold fire systems, Mental mentioned them earlier, mm-hmm. are both filled and pressurized by the user. So they are not SFI or FIA certified at the moment. Very mm. important when you're doing mm. your shopping. Make sure. Good to know. Thank you. Yeah. So and uh, I'll just end with one more thing because I know we're running out of time, but Carol Smith, we the got guy who wrote Jeff no, Build- no, Jeff, go, we go got plenty of time. Keep going. Oh, so good info. Plenty yeah. of time. Sorry, yeah. I was watching my car. <coughs> so um, Carol Smith, the guy who wrote Build to Win, has a great little like list and he basically says, Before you roll, arm the system. Right. This is like the checklist. We all know there's some kind of pin to pull or if it's an electrical system, there's a, you you know, you electrify the system. Um, You got to check the system to make sure it works before you get there. So before the day starts, you have to check the entire system. When you're done for the day, you disarm the system. You don't mess with arming or rearming the system or disarming the system unless you're broken. So you leave that pin out all day. The beginning of every day and at the end of every day or weekend, check all the fittings, check all the connectors, check all of your cables and wires, and check the needle on the gauge. At the end of the season, this is something I never thought of and maybe we should do it. He said remove the lines and blow them out. Make sure they're not clogged. You've been working on this car all season. There's dust. There's grit. There's all kinds of things going on. Pop off those lines. Make sure they're clear. Check for damage to the bottom. Check your certification dates and store that bottle in a stable temperature and pressure environment. You cannot leave it in the car to freeze or get too hot all winter, summer long. Because a lot of those agents are temperature sensitive. And that's what it it depends on the thing, but really... If you're pulling it apart anyway, you might as well store it in the basement.
2: Like the one we have on the Civic, the AFFF, has an anti-freezing agent in there. So we're okay leaving ours in year-round. But it is still a good idea to do it. It's so easy to pull it apart. It it takes about two minutes to get the bottle out. And that's the perfect time to do it. That's a great idea, Jeff, to blow those lines out.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Matt, so you had something?
0: Well, yeah, exactly what you wrapped up there because uh, several of those uh, systems that we we were going down the different agents, uh, where to go, you know, when uh, Jimmy sent us that uh, litany of information is yeah the um, the compressed air foam is unless you know the afs system that you have with the anti-lock but the the compressed air foam systems are temperature sensitive and they can freeze at temperatures and it just comes down to knowing with that and i want to go back to something that chrissy talked about and it was knowing where those systems are knowing being familiar with the car but also we're you know in the type of racing that we do we're also always the pick crew members we're not just the guys in the paddock but we're also the ones on the uh, on the The pit row as well and I've had to fight fires on pit row and I've had to fight fires in the paddock and it's such an easy thing to do just while you're sitting around drinking a soda or whatever or having the breakfast or strapping that first driver into the car look around where are you going to go there's a fire which extinguisher are you going to grab before you go hauling over there because it comes down to wasting precious seconds and Chrissy you brought up a great point about know it know it know it and then when you're done knowing it know it and it just takes a little bit of repetition to memorize it for the weekend Gotcha. Jeff
1: uh, I have one more thing that Carol Smith wrote uh, in his Build to Win book. <laughs> and he said, uh, double disarm your system. If you ever take your race car to a car show or you're doing media pictures with kids in the driver's seat, he says, we fill a lot of, Pegasus said, we fill a lot of bottles because someone said, some kid said, oh, what's this button do? It or, is a
3: pretty, pretty nice button.
1: Yeah.
0: Unless. Unless you're unless you're a water-based system and you're going to H H2, H two O fest,
3: yeah,
1: exactly. You might want to keep that on. That's actually part that. of the wet
0: T-shirt
2: contest. It is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But but honestly, the pin in the system could still be activated if you knock the handle off, or if someone rips a tube out. So you know, double <laughs> disarm that system. Yank as the a, out. As a high school
0: teacher, never underestimate the industriousness of a young person when they want something to go
1: off. <laughs> so uh, I just want to mention that I got a lot of my information from Pegasus. Pegasus hashtag You should sponsor us has great <laughs> articles about. Picking a fire system and living with a fire system. So, you know, we did a lot of research for this. We uh, are learning just like everyone else. So, uh, hashtag your results may vary. Hashtag don't sue us. We bought
2: a lot of stuff from Pegasus over the years. They always have a lot of good quality stuff. Fast shipping too. They really
1: do.
0: And yeah, they actually, they genuinely should, con- uh, you know, sponsor us. And if I'm not mistaken, here's a, here's a Pegasus
2: a, hack. Yeah. If you order more than $200 of stuff, there is randomly buried in their website a coupon code that you can put in for a free T-shirt that's kind of like a, you found the <laughs> Easter egg, here you go. And it's a really nice, thick, quality T-shirt. That's the only not, coupon code they that? have. Yeah.
1: I, I have no idea where you got that <laughs> yep. from.
0: That, that's an impressive level of nerddom on the half, Seriously? and we say that with, with a great deal of respect. Well yep. done, Pegasus Racing.
1: Yep.
3: Or well done, Chris, for digging so far <laughs> to find something well, Chrissy <laughs> loves
2: to save, so I always but try to save, to save just so I can tell her, Chrissy, I saved on this. And I love
1: she,
3: coupons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, so, there's our uh, first set of advice on how not to burn or please don't burn or whatever. Does anyone else have anything else on this topic?
0: That's got you, you got your hand I know and it, yeah, of course metal has something to say. Uh my last year in the Air Force because my Air Force Oh wait getting...
1: wait, an Air Force story, that's different. Yeah, I know <laughs> yeah. it
0: happens. My last year in the Air Force uh flying not the uh, year that I was deployed, I spent an unusual uh, just the, the airframes getting old. We spent an unusual amount of time on fire. And no one ever <laughs> got hurt. Because we, why are you we, not
1: instilling me with any amount of confidence in our American this, military system? Oh no, now the American military
0: system is fine. The maintainers and the crews are fine. You know, it's just that no one wants to fund. No, everyone wants to fund a fighter. No one wants to fund the big, ugly, fat kid. But so because we just didn't have the oh. money. But we constantly always drilled. You know, every flight you had to have an emergency drill. What do you do? What do you do? So when we were on fire. We're like, oh. Uh okay well you know, and you just you you routinely went through the checklist i love the idea that you guys practice that where you stuffed red rags in uh jeff's helmet that is that's brilliant you know because now it's it's muscle memory is going to stick with it and one of these days might keep one of you guys alive yep
1: the very first thing i did at road atlanta when bert showed up is i said what kind of belt buckle do they have on their harness mm-hmm. system and that was at the barber. You talk about a barber, yeah. A absolutely. barber, yeah, and yeah. it was great because it was the same kind I have. Because I hate the duck bill. I love the cam lock. <laughs> I like the duck bill
0: if you're trying to get out in a hurry because <laughs> it is one pull, and I mean it. The yanking away of it, 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 like clears the belts from your body, but it is a bear when you're trying to get in that car quickly.
1: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. all of our cars are currently CAMs, so you know, it was just the muscle memory yeah. is still there.
2: But well, we have the exact same system in our cars, so that no matter which of our cars you're in, it's easy to grab it and, and go.
1: So And it, yep. and it
0: that's a smart system. Uh Chris, I hate to do this on air, but what, what time are we at right now? Five zero.
2: Five zero. So okay, we're excellent. good. So so this will this, this will is, wrap
0: up real quick. Yeah. If we want to move on to the the next section, I think it's yeah, time for Hella
2: Sweeter, <laughs> but terrible. This is a mental question of Hella Sweeter, but terrible. So, mental. Why don't you walk us through what is the Hella Sweeter, but terrible decision you have this week?
0: Well, it was funny because I so I I I threw this up on several Miata groups on the Facebooks and uh, on the Craigslist, and I have you guys have all heard me talk about my beloved ninety one Mercedes CLK four hundred and thirty. It's a great 91? car. It's a wonderful computer group. I'm uh, sorry, two thousand two. Wonderful commuter car, virtually invisible to law enforcement because everybody in Atlanta has a Mercedes and it's silver and I have military plates. But it is – I don't feel like it's a good track car. It's kind of big. It's kind of heavy. I've done some track with it down in New Orleans, and it gets very unhappy about the heat very quickly. So I put it out there that I was looking to trade it for a comparable Miata, and thus far I've gotten two. And as I was discussing this, and we were discussing this week's topics, I got that text from you, Chris, that said, "Hey, I've got a hella sweet but terrible. Let's turn your CLK into a track car. So lay out your plan for turning the uh, the big pig into a track car.
2: Less weight, and as many yeah. AM- and as many AMG bits as you can squeeze in it." From the junkyard, but
0: yeah, that all comes See, there are no AMGs in the junkyard. Well, there, there are there, there tw- are
2: Mercedes the breakers. There are um, people parting them out on Mercedes forums. and I'm not talking yeah. about the motor. I'm talking about the brakes. I'm talking about the suspension. And you know, even you get stuff from the big list. There's probably some, you know, S600 caliper or something like that <clears throat> that you can do that has no <laughs> no desirability at all for anyone except this kind of thing. So, yeah, <clears throat> things like that um oil cooler, just german like true. Cool oil yeah, probably Everybody true. needs an oil cooler, yep, so get a big ass oil cooler, get a, a biggest radiator you can a m g or other big mercedes suspension bits, like the big things like lose those giant power seats that are all torn up, put something <laughs> you know comfortable but fixed bucket and there's there's a hundred pounds each right there. Um,
0: those are, they are, but they, don't, don't lie to me. They're comfy, aren't they? Do you, oh, they you find the seat warmers, the bun warmers? Of course. <laughs> that that car's there. way,
2: it drives way better than something with 270,000 miles on it should. But <laughs> you can make those things do okay on track. Like our CLS, it, it, you know, it's bigger and heavier and
0: you feel it. And more powerful. Well, sure.
2: Yeah, but it, it's, it's all right. It works. I think you could do it. So anyway, you got Miata trade offers. What'd you get? <laughs>
0: So I got a I got a ninety and a ninety one. Now the ninety uh, it, it's it's not a bad car, but it's the one six open diff, no options. The ninety one also a one point six car, but I believe it's got the limited slip and it's got the power windows. The interior on it's in really good shape. It's got one tiny dent on the door and it does uh, some scuffs on the bumper. It's red and it's got this god awful. Fast and Furious, bolt-on spoiler on the back of it that's just got to go. But other than that, it's pretty good. Jeff, what do you got? Because, Jeff, you've got a Miata, so lecture me.
1: shut sure, no. Are- no lectures. Um, I just need some clarification before I can make my judgment. Is this yes. going to be a track, track car or a track slash – take the wife to the ice cream parlor on the weekend car is this you every now and then you drive the track car to work like what is the end goal for this thing
0: it's the every now and again drive the track car to work get back into instruction hpde with nasa and porsche club and some local events here in atlanta um not comfortable commuter the wife will probably never want to go in it but when we move this summer we're getting her a proper vehicle which means i get the super bourbon back
1: all right, that hmm. that that helps me out a lot. Ultimately, um, it will be an absolutely insane, yeah.
0: fully caged, but still street legal car.
1: So, so an NA Miata, which both mm-hmm. of you brought up, or an NA, is a a, a but terrible car on the street. Yeah. It is a great track car, but and it's a great Miata. It's the best Miata. It's the worst car. You understand all where the, I'm going out here? Three, you
0: said yes. So I, yes. Oh, oh god, I've got to hear this. <laughs> they, well, they are they're are tiny.
1: That's... They are tinny. They are underpowered. I love every second that I drive it. But it's
2: and,
3: and the yeah, interior's not good or, or yeah. terrible or yeah, they, just... they fall apart. Terrible.
2: I don't think the NB yeah. is any worse than Miata. If, but it's so much better every day. And I really, like yes. I had I yes. had 3 yes. NAs Agreed. Over the years. Uh, Okay. And I had the NB, and the NB was so much nicer, but it didn't lose any of its Miata ness. And especially, you get an NB, you get the one point eight. Uh, sometimes you can get the variable valve timing one. Uh, it's much. It's easy to find a limited slip in any of the one point eight cars. Um, the top, mm-hmm. it's got the glass window. The seats are more comfortable. Like it's it's. I, I if it's I were going to put actually any car. money into a Miata. It would be an NB, and like the rear, the suspension Agreed. design is better. The rear sus- rear suspension, all the NA guys put NB stuff in their in their NAs in the back. Hmm. Um, the brakes, they have the big sport brakes on the NBs. Everything about the one point six just kept, sorry, <clears throat> I just kept getting better <laughs> over the years. For those years. of you
1: listening at home, Chris is fighting the hiccups. Yeah, it's been
2: fantastic. I went on a nice run outside today and really kicked my ass. Now I've got the hiccups I, the rest would, of the night. I would
0: tell Chrissy to go in that room and scare you, but you'd see her coming.
2: <clears throat> I would, yeah. You
0: know, I mean,
1: Chrissy, so, so yeah, reg- I, I am not down <laughs> for trading the Mercedes for an N.A. Miata. And I think an NA Miata makes a terrible vehicle, and I drive mine a lot. To take out to the, you know, and mine is terrible. Let me it's, make it's no like bones no about worse. it. Is it is. Horrible. It is pretty bad. Uh, it, it's just it. It's not a comfortable car to take the to take out for ice cream or to commute to work every now and then.
0: Hmm. Chrissy, uh, I, yeah, please. I think it's.
2: Is it, Let's do a final roundup on that. What do we think?
0: What Chrissy? Chrissy hasn't expressed her Sorry. opinion other Sorry. than, they're.
3: Sorry. Oh, I, I agree. Uh, Miatas are wonderful. NAs I drove uh, both Bay Rally in an NA, mm-hmm. so I completely understand. Um, and it is fine if it's prepped. It, it had no interior. Um, and an NB was better in every way. Hmm. So, okay. Yep. Hmm. Okay.
1: So around the horn, everybody hates your idea, mental.
3: Yeah. So
0: so so the the, the conclusion is, don't trade, keep the bends. Gut it, strip it, turn it into a track car until it.
2: I didn't say that. I said don't trade it for a one point six NA.
0: You can get rid
2: of it if you want, but if you are going to get a Miata, do not Pasco. Go go to the NB, and 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 there you go.
1: Ah, okay. So there it is. Mantle has great hair, but bad taste in Miatas. (laughs) Let's move on to our favorite portion of the day. It is
3: just Just the
1: the tip.
3: tip. 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 Okay, so we talked about fire extinguishers in fire extinguishing systems in your car. And now we're talking handheld fire extinguishers. So we're going to go quickly over all of what each of them do and then what they're good for. So um, you're going to have a class A fire, and that is just normal wood, paper, normal stuff. Class B are flammable liquids, gasoline, other petroleum gases, all that stuff. Um, it includes propane. Hell yeah. Um, and and uh, propane and, accessories. And accessories, yep. But uh, So glassy fires are um, the energized electrical equipment, computers, um, and servers and monitors and that kind of stuff. But uh, the ABC is what import- is important to us. I know Mental talked a little bit about that. So um, dr for combustible metals, magnesium, stuff that you don't usually see in normal days.
1: Except for Mental's airplane.
3: Sure, <laughs> sure. You can tell us a story about that. Um, and Class K's are our cooking oils and greases. So, um, the fire extinguishers we use in Pit Row and our paddock are ABCs, which are good for most, and they're going to hit all of those different kind of fires that we talked about. Um, just make sure they're charged. That's the biggest thing. Is that um, there's so many times where you say, well, there's there's a fire extinguisher over there. It must must be fine. The last thing you want to do is have a fire or think you have a fire and you're ready to put it out and your fire extinguisher sure doesn't work so um i feel like i have walked around your paddock our paddock and have found a couple of them that are not working in our paddock hint yep. hint yeah yep. <laughs> what are you what are you gonna do about it <laughs> <laughs>
1: well we have others we have to get rid of the one that doesn't work i believe um the thunder How are turd- you still bringing it to the track it's just taking up space no, no, because it lives in the parent's RV and it is the parent's fire extinguisher, not well, ours. So, so they fire, will burn. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. yes. And you're
3: like, well, Wait, we knew about it. We knew it wasn't What kind of
0: insurance policy do they have, Jeff?
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay. No, no, not, okay, not so that the kind. last part of this is um, I started thinking, how do you get rid of one when it's bad? Because we actually know... One of that is bad. Um, so if your extinguisher is partially or completely full, start releasing the pressure uh, remaining in the container. Everything that I found said this: is making sure you just get the pr- the pressure out. Um, squeeze the top, let the a little bit out of the ex- of the extinguishing agent, and don't release the entire contents. Don't just like. Pfft. You know, but like, that's fun. <laughs> it could be fun, but
2: it's probably. Then it's we're terrible when it. It, it gets released in the trunk of your Fiora, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, that's bad. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, Cayman is corrosive as soon as it gets wet. Right. So you're, yeah, you're going to rush your car just, out.
2: Sorry to that just... shop vac in uh, middle of nowhere, in North Carolina, at the <laughs> car wash. <laughs>
3: So just don't do that, um, but don't re- don't release the whole c- content. So you just want to start the pressure release. And once you're done this, wait for the needle and the gauge to fall down to zero. Could take a few hours, could take a few days, depending on how much it is. After it's reached zero, um, take it to a hazardous waste center, or um, and they know what to do with it. Or you can talk to your local, local fire department, and they also may be able to to uh, accept fire extinguisher. So uh, if you just Google, where do I put my fire extinguisher? you know old expired fire extinguisher in pa like that was the one that i found so you can do it by state and they'll tell you so get rid of it safely please
1: excellent uh, yeah, i'm gonna call a bit of an audible here chrissy do you have any information off the top of your head and you're totally unprepared for this on the major fire extinguisher recall that recently happened
3: the kid a one yeah i don't one? remember yeah. we, did a whole seg- yeah, we did a whole ago. segment
1: we did i didn't remember that was on the podcast
3: yeah, yeah. And, sorry. And,
0: and actually like had view, a listener feedback that said they checked ours and i checked the one in my rv yeah
3: yeah yeah i did that's like right. a whole, i do remember that
0: so I jeff you and, yeah, yeah you if
3: you don't listen jeff well i mean you could just google it and find the information that's how i did um and yeah i, I did yeah I didn't.
1: Well, awesome. So it, Jeff he, sucks. But he Jeff, doesn't listen. You don't listen to this show? <laughs> well, he was too busy <laughs> worrying to about his, uh I just can't remember what we said on the show and what we said just in like our regular lifetime conversation. So <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Google it. Yes. Anyway, anything else Google. for the good of the order?
0: Nope. Play us out. Nope.
1: Play us out.
0: Play play us out, Piano Cat.
1: Here it comes. Thank you for downloading us. We (laughs) hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We also hope you'll join us in the world of driving, racing, and building, because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe with the button on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any questions or want to give us some show ideas, drop us a comment on our Facebook page, Everyone Racers. Or like our race team Facebook page, the Three Pedal Mafia Race Lemons Race Team. If you want to help us produce the show or donate to the cause at patreon.com slash everyone racers. Thanks again and until next week, keep the fire bottle ready because we're <laughs> likely to catch fire.